Hey everybody, Stephen Key here, and today I'm going to talk about the 10 things you might be doing that, that's stopping you from being a successful inventor. It might, these 10 things might be stopping you from licensing one of your ideas. And I've got some notes here because there's like 10 things you could be doing wrong. So I want to go through them just to make sure that you are careful. First of all, licensing simple ideas is fairly simple, but you have to do this correctly. And if you miss any of these steps I'm talking about, there's a good chance that you will not be successful at licensing your ideas. Okay, the first thing I want to talk about is number one, you do not have a new idea. You think it's new, but you haven't really done your homework. You haven't done a good Google image search or Google sh shopping search or maybe even looking for prior art, prior patents. And you realize at the end of the day, you, you don't want, really want to find your ideas. So your idea, you know, once you show it to a company, they realize this is a new idea. They can find it within a couple minutes or a couple seconds. So make sure you do have a new idea. All right. Number two, reaching out to the wrong companies. Now, not every company has embraced open innovation and you have to make sure that that company that you're reaching out to is inventor friendly, meaning they want to work with us inventors. So please do your homework and make sure they are inventor friendly. They have embraced open innovation and they want to work with you because sometimes you end up sitting to a company that doesn't take outside ideas. But also here's the other point too. Sometimes you send your ideas to a company that's just not the right fit. You've got a pet product and you think you've got something that fits into the pet category, but it really doesn't. Or you haven't looked at their, their website close enough. You haven't looked at their products that they're currently selling or the material or the price point, And you're sending them an idea that just does not fit their product line. Number three, poor marketing material. There you go. Your sell sheet. Uh, although you've got a nice picture of your prototype, but your marketing material, your copy, your marketing copy is too weak. They can't understand it. And so once they get it, they read it and they still don't understand the big benefit of your idea. It's not clear. Or maybe when they look at your sell sheet, your marketing material, and they just, they're looking at it and they're confused. So guess what? It, they put it in a different pile and they, it never gets out of the amateur pile. So number three is that your marketing material is not good. And it's not just a sell sheet. It's your marketing copy that has to be fantastic. It has to really bring the benefit of that idea out. And if it's not done correctly, it, and it's, first of all, it's that simple to do. And if you don't do it correctly, you're not going to get, uh, a, you're not going to get a response at all. Okay. Number four. Wow. Um, not being reasonable, not being someone these companies want to work with. For some reason, you're a little pushy, you're selling a little hard, and you're just sitting this red flag to these companies that maybe this you're the type of person they really don't want to work with. So you have to be enthusiastic, you have to be excited, you have to be excited about your idea, but don't go overboard. Don't keep on selling. Don't keep on pushing. And if they say they don't like it, don't make an argument because they'll never forget your name. Okay. Number five, um, only thinking about yourself. Wow. Now I know that you're extremely excited about your ideas. Um, but there is a time where you really have to look at the company and, and understand what are they looking for? Put yourself in their shoes 
and stop thinking it's all about me and my idea. No, it's not. It's all about them. So once you kind of shift your thoughts, what can you do to make them successful? And if you do that, there's a very good chance you'll be successful too. So that was number five. Number six, a poorly written provisional patent application. You know, I cannot say this enough. You guys, um, even if you hire a patent attorney or a patent agent to write your provisional patent application, it doesn't mean it's written well. It's written from a legal perspective. It's written from a perspective of maybe trying to protect you or maybe uh, making sure you, you just might get a patent on your particular invention. I think that's the wrong approach. I think a provisional patent applications need to be written in such a way to license your ideas. And I'm going to talk a lot about that because I don't think you're going to find that from any patent attorney or patent agent. That's not how they're thinking. I want you to write it from a business perspective, not from a legal one. Okay, so that's number six. Number seven, poor timing. Oh, jeez. You know, maybe you're submitting an idea right before a trade show. Maybe they've already completed their new product development cycle. They're going to be bringing those products to market. Or maybe... Uh, you come up with an idea that's just too similar to the one they already have and the timing's just all wrong. So sometimes it's just poor timing. If it is, make sure you circle back and maybe submit it again in about six months or so. Okay, here's a big one. You build this, you come up with this great idea and you realize you add a bunch of bells and whistles and your, your invention does this and does this and does this. And once they uh, look at it, they realize it's just going to be too, too expensive for them to bring to market. In fact, it doesn't fit a particular price range of similar ideas. You've added too much to it and you've added it's too complicated. So it's going to cost too much. That's, that, that happens so much. Okay, number nine, your idea is just too similar. Your point of difference isn't big enough. You don't have a big enough wow factor. So what happens is the, 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 the categories may be a little crowded. You come up with an idea that's a small improvement, which is a good idea, but it's not enough for them to say, yeah, we want to take it because it's too similar to other ideas out there. Okay, number 10, you come up with this great invention, but the market's just small. In fact, it's so small, it's not even worth them to produce it. It's just too small. There's not enough revenue there. There's not enough business there. So they kind of say, look, we really don't want to do this. I just went over 10 things that might be stopping you from licensing your ideas. Now, on this channel, as you know, if you've been watching for any length of time, we go through all the different steps. It sounds simple and it is, but you have to make sure you're doing everything correctly. Okay, here, Stephen Key here. Thank you for watching. And I'll be back with another video in just a minute.